Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Today, I'm so happy to introduce you to my friend, Claudia Watts-Edge. She had a near-death experience and for the past 40 years has been researching spirituality and the afterlife. She is the author of two volumes of the award-winning books titled Gifts from the Edge. And now she has a new book. And what she's done is she's compiled stories, afterlife stories, from many amazing authors. And the new book is called We Touched Heaven. You can find out more about Claudia at ClaudiaEdge.com. Claudia, a big warm welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Oh, thank you. And what a great introduction. I even was interested in me. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That happens when I get interviewed too. Yes. Well, it's so great to reconnect with you. It really is. Would you start off by telling us about you? And I know you had a near-death experience. And yeah, if you just share your story, we'd love to hear. Sure. My near-death experience was in 1984, so some 35 years ago, I bled to death. I was giving birth, and I had an intuition to go to the hospital, and I hadn't been at the hospital very long when I started to bleed out. It was like a bucket of blood dropped from between my legs to be graphic, and I was not even checked into the hospital at that time. It was a really short time span because I was losing blood so fast. It kind of pushed me on a gurney and held my arms and legs down and began trying to cut the baby out to save her. They could not find heartbeat on. And I say her, I didn't know at the time it was her, but uh, they couldn't find a heartbeat. And so I was subjected to just being held down and, and I just wanted my baby saved. Of course. Um, through that, we uh, we both perished. I'll address it right now because I, sometimes I forget that she was still in the womb and had not taken her first breath. And so she had perished in the womb. And so questions have been posed if we had a shared near-death experience or if I brought her with me when I went to the other side. And then, unfortunately, I didn't. And I and I've thought about it a lot. And I realized it was because she really was still of the other side. She had not been born yet. So this experience, as I left my body, I knew I was dead. And as soon as I thought, oh, my goodness, I, as I saw the 
the horror underneath um, myself laying on this gurney and working on this this innocent little baby. It was so gruesome. I just wanted out of there. So I did a little bit of floating around the hospital. When I realized that nobody could see me, I, I did think, oh my goodness, I'm dead. And as soon as I thought that, I ended up in a place, and I'll use the word darkness or blackness, but it was beautiful. It was beautiful in, in its simplicity and its enormity. It was vast and it was conscious. It was loving. And I was just kind of wrapping myself in it, just being cared for and cradled within this blackness. I've heard it described, you know, people have called it the void, but I didn't feel it was void of anything. It felt like it had everything and kind of an, I, I use the word everything and nothing all at the same time. Mm. Hard to explain. It was a wonderful experience. And when I woke and I was in a pretty progressive uh, teaching hospital, it wasn't that I was curious where I had been to the hospital. The hospital was approaching me and saying, when you were dead, can you you know, tell us what did you see or hear or feel um, during that time? And I, I really didn't have words that I trusted to use. And I say trust because I'm from a, a very religious state and I was in a religion at the time. And a lot of religions equate the light and the dark you know, the light being, you know, the good and dark being bad and, and whatnot. And right. I I found that I it was such a wonderful experience that I didn't want to set it up for judgment. It was mine. And so I just pushed it down and I kept it down, not as in shame or anything, but more of keeping it safe. And I didn't address it. A lot of people were aware of the uh, horrendous way that my daughter came into the world. And she she was revived along with me. I, I Sometimes I leave that out of the story, too. So I will. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I knew you'd get to it. Yeah. That's wonderful. She's beautiful and perfect. And, and you know, that poor intern, and it was an intern. They had told my doctor that I was going to be a while but this was my fourth baby. So they knew that, you know, I knew the signs <laughs> of what was going to happen. Right. And so they just told him to roll over and they'd call him in a few hours or kind of let him know what things were happening. So it was an intern that was helping. And I felt uh, so sorry for him because he had never even delivered a baby before, let alone a, a C-section, let alone an emergency C-section. So excuse my little cough. <laughs> I actually had COVID. I've had it twice now, and I was in the ICU all spring. You poor thing. And it has uh, it's done a little number on my throat, so I'm not contagious anymore, but I do have a little residual cough. That's okay. Okay, excuse me. So this wonderful experience, I kept pushed down, and I, I was reading all kinds of other near-death experiences books, Dr. Raymond Moody, and, you know, so many others that I was so interested in it, but I had not found one that was like mine. And 
I started to address it. I started to ask if I had really had any of the kind of occurrences that other near-death experiencers had had, like going to the beautiful garden or seeing Jesus or a loved one. You know, where was my beautiful experience? It was beautiful, but it wasn't um it wasn't anything that I could talk about or share or write a book about right. <laughs> as I'm reading as I'm reading all of these books. And so I started to ask. It had been almost uh, 25 years before I started getting answers. So it was very, it was buried very safe. And bits and pieces started to come out in dreams and memories. And once it started to open, and and I will add, I asked, I meditated, and asked again, and I prayed, and I got on my knees, and I was reverent, and then there were times when I was angry, you know, going, well, how come, why, why am I so different, you know, mm-hmm. universe, help me out here. So when, I think when the student is ready, though, the teacher will appear, and I got my answers, and so background of me is that I, I see things in dreams, I have um visions. I've been given a, a I'm not an expert in any area, but I've been able to experience almost every one of the wonders that you hear about from gifts from from the other side, you know, what people come back with clairvoyance and clairaudience and you know, like I say, none of them are my forte, but I've been right. able to experience all of them. And that's amazing. Yeah. Like me, even though I think you've been at this game much longer than I have, (laughs) we are here to share the stories, the reality of the afterlife and touch many. So it may not be our thing to just say, be talking about your experience or being a medium or something, although we've dabbled in it all. Yeah. Experienced it. You know it, girl. That's exactly. I think a lot of it is to be able to talk on an informed level on all of those topics. I've had a little experience in everything, but my, I think my main forte is, is my dream awareness and uh, my ability to kind of pull out of a dream, be lucid within the dream. And that was taught by my spirit guide who just used to kind of stay in the corner of my dream and be weird and dress in weird costumes and things to get my attention. And then once he did, he would point to a billboard that said, pay attention to this. And he's been really patient, worked with me a really long time, so that when I'm having one of these dreams, um, I call them dream experience, because they are not your usual sand dreams, you know, the ones where you wake up and it all flitters away just like grains of sand. Right. Um, But it it stays with you in a real, um, just so vividly, you know, all of the parts are so vivid, colors, the language, you know, what was said, uh, those I call dream experiences. So I've never had one of those. (laughs) I I bet you have, girl. You think so? I, you know, I think we all, well, and that's one of the things I wanted to mention to the audience, because, you know, I got where, I think that's where the anger came in with me, because I would fall so in love with these speakers or these books and go, how come they get to do this and not me? What's wrong with me? You know, kind of thing. And so I wanted to address to your audience that I think many of these things are available 
you don't have to die, you know, to have a spiritual experience. I think that you should um, work on asking. Um, mine took, you know, 25 years, <laughs> but, when, you know, when it's time, it's time. Yes. So if you're, if you're fervent in your ask, I think you and your audience members will experience some of those things if that's what you really want. Claudia, we have to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'd love to hear a little bit more about these dreams and the guide that's with you. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash shades. The internet is an extraordinary resource that links our children to a world of information, experiences, and ideas. It can also expose them to risk. Teach your children the basic safety rules of the virtual world. Our children are everything. Do everything for them. Younger looks. 
weeks and minutes? It's real with Instantly Ageless from HealthyLooking.com. This velvety micro cream applied to areas on the face immediately diminishes visible signs of aging. Great for bags under the eyes, forehead wrinkles, saggy eyebrows, crow's feet, and facial pores. Now look your beautiful best in less than two minutes with Instantly Ageless. And it works great for women and men. Here's what happened when they tried Instantly Ageless on the doctors. But I want you all to imagine a cream that can instantly remove your under eye bags. We're going to put it to the test with our good friend, Dr. Sonia Batra. So what, what is this product? So this is a product we're going to see if it works. It's called Instantly Ageless. And the idea is that it works very quickly. Is you just need a very small amount. And then you apply it to areas where you might be a little bit puffy. I have just looked at what's in this product and I've looked at the ingredients. And one of them is something called argyroline, which is sort of a darling in dermatology right now. It's a peptide or a protein that actually relaxes the muscle. It's also called Botox in a bottle. It's meant to relax muscle and work like Botox. I mean, you can literally see it working but, as you're yeah. putting it on. The other active ingredient in this is silicates, which are almost act like a clay. They're minerals and they're making the skin sort of tighter. It's actually increasing the surface tension on the skin to push that herniated fat pad back. Order yours today at HealthyLooking.com or by phone at 800-604-3129. 800-604-3129. Our starter kit is only $19.99, including shipping. And the full-size box has now been discounted substantially as well. Put your best face forward instantly with Instantly Ageless from HealthyLooking.com. That's HealthyLooking.com. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are with Claudia Edge with several books and her latest, We Touched Heaven. Claudia, before the break, you were talking about these dreams. And can you talk a little bit more about the dreams and the guide that's with you on the dreams? Sure. And before we get started, I just wanted to say hi to the audience out there. This is a dream come true for me to be on Coast to Coast. You know, you're seekers. You have an open mind. I had an open mind, and I can't believe I'm on this other side of the mic. But I wanted to welcome you and thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much, Claudia. You know, one of the things that I found as I got better at lucid dreaming, I had really wanted to meet my spirit guide. I don't know why other than I knew that there was a spirit guide and I would talk to my spirit guide. But there was at one point where I said, you know, I really like know what they look like or whatnot. I didn't have the ability to, like some people do, are able to see or hear or contact other people's spirit guides. And I just thought, I just want to know something about mine just so I can hold on to it, something personal. And I used to walk a lot. I had two sticks that I would walk around the Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs, had some great trails. And I had these two walking sticks. And I would just, you know, I'd go out for a couple hours every day. And I would talk to my guide almost the entire time and say, I want to know you. I want to know what you look like. I know you're beside me, but I I want something to, I don't know, just prove it. I don't know. Right. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. And I would get things like a white butterfly would come, not one of those bush moths, you know, that kind of gray white color, but this magnificent 
butterfly, all white, would come with different kind of spots on it and everything. And it would flit around me a couple times before it flew off. Or a white bird that would follow me. It would go from tree to tree to tree. And I thought, that's interesting, this white bird. I had so many of those kind of happenings until I realized, duh, this is my spirit guide showing me he is here with me. I was a little dense. <laughs> we can be, you know. And so I started talking to him. And as I walked with these sticks that would go click, click, click. It's a long story, but I ended up calling my spirit guide click, click. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I, and I was told by a medium that, sorry, I was trying to think what I wanted to say here. That's okay. That that, uh, I wanted to know what he looked like. And she said he, he looks a bit like a gargoyle. He's not of this earth. And I hope you're not afraid of gargoyles. And I was like, well, I kind of am. I, you know, a little bit of a scaredy cat as a kid or whatnot. But I did see him in dream, and he is the the most teddy bear, white, um, furry gargoyle. <laughs> However, you say that gargoyle. Yeah, that's okay. That we get tongue tied. Yeah, that I have ever seen. So full of love. So, and so that answered my my question there. And I asked, do you mind if I call you click, click? And he just laughed and said, I, you can call me anything you want. And I think that's how the other side that, you know, there's no ego there, you know, being raised in a a religious type environment, my most special acclamation that I could give God or whatnot was my heavenly father was used in prayer and song and everything else. So you know, we should not get hung up in what we call God or the I am or the creator or, you know, whatever, you know, one girl calls him pop pop, you know, that's grandpa. That's, you know, that was her highest form of honor. I haven't heard too many people call God pop pop, but it shows that there can be an intimacy built that you're comfortable with that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so, that is kind of my spirit guide. And when he comes into dream, and sometimes I he'll just kind of carry me off, let's go. And we end up into what I call spirit school. And because your audience is so open-minded, I'm going to go uh, into a story that I just find fascinating. And I have checked with my son if it's okay that I use his name, because some of these things are quite personal. Okay. But I found myself on the other side with my now son, Jesse, though on the other side, we were completely equals. We were on an even playing field and there were choices to be made. And we were standing under a room and my guide made sure that I noticed the name of the room was labeled the room of choices. This was an important lesson besides what he was going to show me that there is an ability to choose on the other side that there's an importance that we all have been given free will and so as we entered the room of choices it had already been determined that I was going to play the part of Jesse's mother in this role on of earth life and we were setting up the scenario of what would be the best vehicle 
for Jesse to use to come down to earth and the vehicle being his body. And we had three different choices. And those choices are not made with a um, looks, you know, who's going to be the most handsome or most popular or anything, who's the tallest. But what that particular blend of genetics and DNA will lend to a body for what his choice of his mission this time on earth. And I say this time because I'll pull in the word reincarnation and the chance to come back many different times to experience kind of a 360 degree life as being able to walk in another's shoes. Um, It's really important that we understand the full girth of the experience of someone who uh, perhaps is is a robber and someone who is the victim, that kind of oppositeness. Um, it's really important that we understand the role on both sides. And for ever, whatever reason, Jesse had a chance to choose between three bodies of, and, and his choices of adversities that he would face here on earth. And we stood over three tables with sheets on them representing the bodies that would be um, available for him. And they had large medallions laying across them. And each medallion held a different colored stone. One was black, one was red, and one was green. When we focused on the stone, it would play kind of a a life movie, a quick um, look into the height and the voice and the athletic and mental abilities of that particular body type and um, what adversities that it had a possibility of facing based on where that body would be born or, you know, whatnot. A lot of choices there. We went through three choices and as I was starting to wake up and I, I think there's this, I don't know, maybe just like the timer or whatever. It's like, okay, you're going to need to wake up here soon. So I was beginning to wake up and he was making the choice of the black stone. And my thought was, oh boy, we weren't going to be in for a bumpy ride. But I was also really, really proud of the choice he was making. And my needing to be there for that choice is because I needed to be there to set up Because what we're choosing from is a genetic soup, basically, and belonging to, you know, each one a different father. And I was going to, you know, need to be okay with who he chose as well. So we enter in really important contracts on the other side. People that we're going to meet, people who are going to, that we're going to run across in our lives are some that play a starring role, being our lover, husband, friend next door neighbors. A lot of that is is chosen um, for the outcome of our choice of what our mission will be here in this world. And as I said earlier, nothing supersedes our free will. If we've found that we have, you know, made too vigorous of a choice, we can always change our mind. So I thought that was a super... It is. And you know, what's interesting is, I don't know how many people listening right now are like me, feel cursed with the body we have. I've been battling my weight since I was five years old. I mean, and to imagine coming and saying, okay, I've got a choice of these three. 
Give me that one because there's things to learn. There's things like self-love and never giving up and all these things. It just puts a really interesting spin on it, on choosing who we are, exactly exactly how we are. Yeah, because I've been battling my weight, especially since COVID. I've lost most of my hair. (laughs) I was just speaking at IONS. And I thought, do I get a wig or whatnot? You know, because those illnesses really do play havoc. They also had me in with so many steroids that your your only oh, your thought in the world is what you're going to eat next. <laughs> oh, you poor girl, Claudia. We need to take another break. Sure. And when we come back, what I'd love for us to get into is your first couple of books, and also We Touched Heaven. We on the show love to hear stories of why to believe in the afterlife. And I know We Touched Heaven is chock full of them. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. My name is Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com. Over five years ago, George Norrie approached me with a unique concept, a dating site for people searching for someone with interests in UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal. From that, ParanormalDate.com was born. It's a unique site for unique people, and it's free to join to look around. If you want to upgrade and enjoy more of our great features, use promo code GEORGE for a great discount. So check it out. You got nothing to lose. ParanormalDate.com. 
Hey folks, producer Tom here reminding you to make sure and check out our official Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel. For many of us, YouTube is our go-to place for audio-visual media, and we here at Coast to Coast are happy to share free hour-long excerpts of Coast to Coast AM with you, our loyal fans and new listeners. Our YouTube channel offers many different Coast to Coast AM hour-long pieces of audio on numerous topics, including ufology, extraterrestrials, conspiracies, strange creatures, prophecies, and much, much more. There's even a section that includes our most popular uploads, such as many of the David Pilates shows on people disappearing appearing in national parks to visit or subscribe just go to youtube and type in coast to coast am official or you can simply go to the coast to coast am.com website and click on the youtube icon at the top it's the official coast to coast am youtube channel you're gonna love this just get on over to coast to coast am.com and start your free listening now Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and I'm here with the great Claudia Edge. Now, Claudia, you have Gifts from the Edge, Volume 1 and Volume 2. It's your first books. I'd like to talk a little bit about what those are and then get into some of the stories about why you believe in the afterlife. Awesome. So tell us about Gifts from the Edge. Gifts from the Edge. Um, after having these lucid dreams, I would get up and journal them. And I had a whole wall full of journals. And I actually did, in Dream, have a guide. And I say a because he was kind of more of a man shape than what we had talked about earlier. But push a, a computer into my lap and say, it's time. And I'm kind of like, time? Time for what? Oh, no. Because this is just not was not my forte. But I thought, you know what? I have journals and I have wonderful stories collected in these journals. The first one is stories of the other side. And it was basically talking about um, communication, afterlife communication that I had with my mother and my sister as uh, I spent many months at the foot of the bed of my mom in her illness. We had some really great adventures together. And those dreams are really vivid and they're very heartwarming. Um, the second, Is that before your mom passed or after? Uh, some of the stories were before, and then most of them are after. Wow. So you'd have these lucid type dreams that exactly. you were with your mom. Was your mom young and healthy and well? Was she older? You know, she was older. Well, she was 86 when she passed, but she mm -hmm. had more energy than anyone in the family. We used to call her the, the Energizer Bunny. Funny. And I used to go, Mom, I, you know, I'm on the couch and she's running around the house. I'm like, how do you do this? But she was ready to go. She, had, you know, she'd felt like she had done what she w wanted to accomplish or whatnot. And and uh, it was hard to let her go, you of know. Course. That's the mom stuff. And so it's not all just about moms. There are some really wonderful stories in there. And uh, my learning and being able to share with the audience how to connect with your own guide and, you know, kind of my awakening and, and steps that I took to awaken. So the first book is, is my baby. You know, it. Uh, the second book is uh, Gifts from the Edge, Lessons from the Other Side. And these were direct dreams that I was receiving from spirit school, um, picking the body, and the questions of 
how come we are here? What what are we supposed to do when we're here? Why are we here? You know, all those things, you know, is there a God? All of those things that are posed. And I was getting some great, great lessons on the other side in spirit school. And so I've, I would wake up and write those down. And, and uh, so so they're they're both me, both you'll and you'll find my near death experience, uh, the long version, the gory version, <laughs> mm-hmm. and also a synopsis of the ten things that I learned when I died, evidence to back those up. So those are those are my babies. And then when I was sitting in the tub one day, you know, you put the lavender and the bubbles in and relax. I knew that I was being told about a third book. And I went, are you guys crazy? <laughs> a third book? <laughs> what? Right. Yeah. Two's enough. Yeah. And that was kind of like, now wait, hold on, hold on. It was to be a compilation of all of the stories that I've collected over the years. When I'm in a Facebook group or something and someone posts a beautiful story, you know, of something of the other side or whatnot that touches me, I will grab it, snapshot it and throw it in a file and just to reread later or whatever. And it was kind of like, you know, that other file you've got full of those stories. Well, guess what? that's what you're going to write the book about. (laughs) And I thought, well, that's easy because I've already got all the stories. You know, it was, uh, um, it was about as easy as herding cats, but (laughs) when you've got 47 different contributors, um, trying to pull those into a timeline and everything, but we put together a book called we touched heaven and it is a global compilation that uh, is everywhere from New Zealand, Canada, England, um, Africa. Uh, I can't. I can't think. I'm at a loss. That's okay. Possibly. I'm sure. And then and they're all stories of 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 one afterlife. Things like um, you know, spiritual transformation. It's not all near death experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a former atheist, uh, Doctor Lottie Valentine. Um, when she died, she was told that she needed to go to medical school, and she was enrolled within like a week. Um, they wanted she was supposed to become an, a naturopathic doctor, and you know, so she's like, okay, you know, when you hear these things, when they come into your into your brain, and you and you hear them, you know, it's not your voice, you know, it's not your thought. Um, you just kind of go, okay, I'll write my. Th- third book or I'll go to med school or whatnot. Some of the uh, contributors are, besides medical doctors, PhDs and NASA scientists and a marine biologist and our own Sandra Champlain um, contributed. And I call it kind of the stand up, the backbone of the book is your story, Sandra, as I feel like someone who openly admits that they had a fear of death Yes. And completely conquered it by doing, not turning that into your story, you know, kind of your handle, but let's, let's move through it. What are my fears? Let's find out why and let's overcome it. And that was one of the other things that was impressed upon me to kind of mention today is, you know, a lot of people are afraid of something in their lives, you know, spiders, or I had a girlfriend whose mother could not make right turns in her car. I mean, uh, left turns in her car. She had to drive right turn, right turn, right turn, till we eventually 
got to our destination, it was cried go like, what's wrong with your mom? <laughs> but uh, heights or whatnot, it becomes your story. You know, what would we be? A lot of these fears come from trauma. Yes. And it's like, what would we, who would we be? If we didn't hang on to that story of that trauma, you know, it puts you mid-center in a lot of conversations. And so you hang on to it. You know, you're the, you're the star of being afraid of heights. And so you keep it rather than, um, you know, my father was killed when I was 16 in, in a horrific accident falling um, from the university sports arena that was about 150 feet down. And Wow. It made me go, oh, I'm going to be afraid of heights, you know, and you almost can talk yourself into it. But I stood at that place and other places where I would kind of just lean over the rail just a tiny bit to look down. And, you know, you can get that tingling in your fingers and toes and whatnot and go, it's your body going, you know, yeah, that's a scary thing. You don't exactly want to lean out here too much further. But I decided not to take it on. And I did by I jumped out of an airplane. You know, you did. I did. I did. Oh I wanted God. to over. I wanted to make sure that that was not going to become a fear. And I did jump out of an airplane. And kudos to you, and, Claudia. As we're going on, because we go, this show goes by super duper mm. duper quick. Can you tell some of your favorite stories of why you believe in the afterlife, or maybe stories that people have contributed in the book? You bet. Well, one of the ones as as we're kind of talking about dads. Um, I did have a dream of my father. It was a great dream because I was back in high school, right? Here I am in my 60s and approaching 70s, but I dreamed of being a teenager again. Fun, fun, fun. I was with friends and having a great time. And one of the friends came over. He had been working all day and had earned, by doing a lot of yard work, he'd earned a telescope. Now, my father passed in 1969. And telescopes, um, you know, were for, you know, military and NASA and everything else. Your your um, average homeowner didn't have their own telescopes then. But this was really a special one. And he knew it was partly broken, but he knew how that he could fix it. And he left it in the front yard as we played and ran and danced and whatever in the backyard. And my father appeared, came out of the house. Now, this is the father that had passed. And so when I saw him, I was like, oh, my goodness, my dad. And but the friend looked at him because he was bent over his telescope doing some work on it. And the friend says, you know, hey, I already know that, you know, this this thing needs a kilometer alignment. And, you know, it was like that is not in my vernacular. Right. Right. He turned around and said, well, it also needs a Ponset platform support. When I woke up, I looked up these words because I'd never heard of them before. They were in and looking in telescope, you can you can look at Ponset platform support or the kilometer alignment and find their definition there. And I thought, oh, my goodness, this is one of the stories that I can assure that when we get these, um, I just lost the term. Can you think of it, Sandra, when when it's it's kind of a proof of it it happening? And I should have written it down because I do lose words. That's OK. Uh, just keep evident, talking. Evident, we love you. It's mm-hmm. evidential evidence that, yes. that this is this dream is something more than just a dream. And 
to finish the dream, what I was shown is a box full of different lenses um, that could be used to, to look from. And I would, I was so excited that my father who had passed was there in front of me. It was wonderful to see him again. And I would hold up these lenses. And as I did, I couldn't see him in the lens. And I would lean out and look for him again. And he'd be, he'd still be there. And there was a whole ring of them. So I went through 10 or 12 different lenses and I never saw him through that lens. But when I stopped looking through the lens, I could see him. And he started to, to giggle at me and he said, you know, just because you don't see me doesn't mean I'm not here. Oh, that's the perfect segue now to our yeah. going into our last break. That's a beautiful story. You gave me goosebumps. Mm. Oh, all right. So we're going to go into our next break and we've got more to talk about. Oh my awesome. goodness. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every eight minutes, the American Red Cross brings help and hope to people in need. Thanks to the support of everyday heroes like you, the Red Cross is able to respond to disasters big and small, support military families, help ensure that blood is available when needed, and teach life-saving skills like CPR and first aid. Be a hero. Donate today. Visit redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. 
Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. And with the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. Head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're with the beautiful, generous, and loving Claudia Watts Edge, author of Gifts from the Edge, and she compiled the most beautiful book called We Touched Heaven. Claudia, let's talk more about We Touched Heaven. Besides near-death experiences, which are phenomenal, I don't want to overstep them, they're phenomenal, what other kind of people did you get stories from for the book? You know, I'm I'm flipping through the book now, and it is one of my favorite topics. I I have so many beautiful stories in here. I think one of my favorites, because we've talked a little bit about NDEs and that, was spiritual transformative experiences, and one of them was from a hunter. Now, this guy goes out hunting for the love of the outdoors and being in nature and whatnot. And his description has you right there. It's beautiful. But what a lot of people have a problem with hunting, right? Killing an animal. Right. But when it's done in both helping the forest, you know, if if they become too overrun, they're plagued with disease and starvation, which would be a horrible way for them to go as well. Or you can have these gentlemen go out and and bring food in for their family. So he's really careful with the reason why he hunts. And I appreciated that information. And he was with his son-in-law and he was trying to teach him how to be that kind of responsible hunter. And they had shot at and had injured, oh, was it a buck or something? I can't think of it right now, but they knew it was injured and the gun, the scope had turned and they knew it was not a good shot and this animal was suffering and they were were working really, really hard to find this animal in the woods um, so that it would not suffer. And when he came upon it, they shared an eye-to-eye spiritual experience that is just, it'll just make you cry. It was like the animal and the hunter switched places and he could see the and feel the animal's fear and whatnot, but the animal could feel the, you know, what the, the hunter's intent and why and what what his body would serve to his family in that it was he says it was like they switched spirits and it changed him forever so that to me was it was really an enlightening story absolutely teaching you compassion and yeah empathy and all of that can i ask you claudia are there any stories in there of deathbed visitations you know those moments just before somebody passes yes and or maybe not in the book but what do you know about those in your years of investigating the afterlife? Well, you know, in my years of investigating, I, I also went and became a hospice volunteer. I wanted to know what that was like. Um, it was a, I don't want to say morbid curiosity, but it did 
take me there. And I learned so much at that the side of someone dying and how fear leaves. The fear is, is mostly for the, I mean, there are rare cases, but fear and sadness and that are mostly for the rest of the family. You know, the patient is is okay with it generally. By the time they get there in those last few days and hours, so many patients are, are just, they want to make sure that the family is okay. But they're looking forward to and have generally had um, dreams or kind of those half in, half, half out moments of the other side. You like, you've got a foot on, in both worlds and you, you know, you can see your Aunt Mary or something in the room and it's kind of like, can't you see her? She's right there, you know, and it's filled with so many beautiful stories like that. One that I shared in the book as I was at the the bedside of my mom. And at at one point she, it was like, she was not getting better, but she was not getting worse. So we were there for a long time. And one night I had a dream that, well, and and it was her lung she had a problem with. And so she kept a tissue box on the bed. It was wrapped in with her left hand. She held onto that tissue box. um, Like it was a, you know, she was a soldier with that as being her um, her guard, you know, and she would reach in for that tissue would cough, cough, reach in for the tissue, cough again. And then that tissue was dropped to the side of the bed to be swept up later for the garbage. And she did that for a couple of months as I was with her. I knew those sounds and I was, I was laying there half awake and asleep and hearing her cough. I had a visual of that where the tissue that was being dropped off the side of the bed rose towards the ceiling and and upwards. And I knew it was a sign for me that my mom was getting ready to to leave that box that contained her body, that her body that contained her soul was getting ready to lift. And when I told people that she was going to pass that day, they didn't believe me because it had been months of the same thing. And she seemed, she seemed the same, but I trusted what I saw in my visual and she passed at four o'clock that afternoon. So it was a definitely a message for me. And so when we were talking earlier about our dreams, you know, if I could have um, just held that to myself, you know, and thought, well, maybe she won't. And, you know, what a, what a horrible thing to be making bets on, you know, kind of thing. I don't mean it in that form, but I trusted. And that's one of the things that as I pulled out, I paid attention to what my guide was showing me in my dreams or the fact that the other side knew that I was writing my dreams down, that I was getting more and more of them. Because when you act on something, they on the other side go, oh, she's getting it. She's getting it. You know, if you find that penny on the driveway that you haven't had your purse out on the driveway, but suddenly there's a penny there and you go, oh, I've got a penny from mom. It may or may not be, but what it certainly is, is an opening for the other side to perhaps drop a couple more because there's been a connection there. And that's what the universe looks for is that connection. So sometimes, oh, what is that saying? You know, you, 
if you want, you, you know, you think about it and you make it happen until it actually does start happening or something. You know, you trust that it's going to happen. Fake it till you make it, I guess. That's or, it. Or, That's it. It, grief is the worst thing I think any human being will ever face. And one thing I say often, that we do a free Sunday gathering every Sunday online. Part of it is inspiration and, and music, a little prayer, a little healing segment. But we always have a medium or two do a medium demonstration on the people that show up in our Zoom audience. Yeah. And so we've reconnected hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. It's really oh, beautiful. I'm have to turn into that. Oh, it's good. It's good. But why I'm saying this is not everybody gets a reading. We could have 300 people there and there's, oh, okay. you know, four to six people that get the readings. But the thing is you get a little taste that our loved ones are around us, that they're cheering us on. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I say, when you say fake it till you make it kind of thing, is have a picture of your loved one that's healthy, well, I don't know how you remember them. Keep talking to them. When somebody dies, it's so often that, I mean, it's autopilot that we grieve, but it's also often that we don't think that we can still communicate with them. They do show up in our dreams. They do leave us signs. But if you're talking to them like they're there, now I Mm -hmm. do believe people have things to do on the other side once they get there, but they're only a thought away. But keep talking to them. Ask for those signs and pay attention to what's happening around you because you might be surprised. But once they know the door is open and you're looking to communicate as much as they are, things can start happening. You are so right on there, girl. Right on. Anybody who wants to come to the Sunday gathering, by the way, Go to wedontdie.com. That's my home base. You can get a free copy of my book in PDF form and all kinds of great things there. But up at the top of the page, it'll say Sunday Gathering. And so you can click on the link for the next one and you can register for that. So Claudia, we have just a minute or two left here. What closing thoughts you want to share or any advice you want to give? Well, I did want to read a couple of the chapter headings on this book because okay. we didn't get quite into a lot of that. One of them, the chapter is Outside of Time, Transcending Time, Visiting a Parallel Universe, The Day I Stood at Heaven's Door, uh, the other, let's see, oh, even in death, he was still worried about his dry cleaning. There, <laughs> There's fun and humor, and we touch on... Um, everything from suicides to miscarriage to a death of a child, even talking to a, a mortician. There is a lot of a, a advice and stories of these gap in care of the military and medical field. You know, I was lucky that someone, you know, wanted to know about my death because most of the time it's like, you know, no one wants to even talk about it or admit that an accident or something happened in, in care or this a poor guy from the military who's had a helicopter crash and is laying there and and no one wants to you know talk about where he's been you know it's he'll end up in the brig or you know something terrible be marked as you know a loony so i found that to just touch on so many different subjects 
um, that allowed me to do that. And so that's one of the most prideful things in the book that I, I, it's called We Touched Heaven and look into it. I also wanted to give a, a note of how if anyone wanted to talk or send me a story, I accept stories at stories at claudiaedge.com or my website at claudiaedge.com. And um, we can converse and talk about your spiritual experiences and whatnot. I thank you all for being here and listening. Claudia, thank you very much. It's really nice to reconnect with you. Thank you for your hard work. You are an award-winning author. You've got beautiful books. And thank you from all of us for compiling so many stories in We Touched Heaven. And to our listeners, we thank you for being here. There are so many episodes now, and we're so grateful you're on this journey with us. I'm Sandra Champlain, and you've been listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And if you like this episode of Shades of the Afterlife, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.